Russell, and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Recording here on a Tuesday night, my least favorite day of the week, but it's always a nice little present when I get to do the podcast on a Tuesday, because it, it really lifts my spirits, and as always, lifting my spirits, my co-host PJ, what's up man? When the praises go up, the blessings come down. Blessings come down. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna let leave the singing to you, man. Yeah. How are you? Know your role. My bad. I'm a background singer. Yeah. If if that. Oh wow! Shots fired. I'm not that bad. I mean, I'm pretty bad, but I'm not. I'm not that bad. Anyway, man. How, how's uh? How are things? How are dem bulls? Dem bulls be dem. Dem tanking. Them tanking ways. We. We've got a. Uh, Things are going well. We picked up a pivotal loss against the uh, Nets last night. So the Timberwolves before that. Well, that was yeah, but to to hurdle a team that was in front of us in the loss column, and I keep saying us, I mean the Bulls. I have no actual association with said organization outside of them ruling my. you definitely have an association with them. You live yeah, there, and you, it's part of my are, brand. They are your favorite basketball team, so my favorite you team, do yeah. have a bit of a, an association. They're just slightly a part of my brand. Yeah, they're going to be interesting. Uh, we haven't done it. We'll cover like NBA prospects as we get close to the draft, obviously. But is there anyone? Are you still all over Bagley, or has your mm-hmm. mind changed on? Okay, all right. Nope, I'm still trying to secure the Bagley. So you think he's going to? be the starting power forward for the Bulls. I mean, that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> I think uh, I okay. wouldn't. he could be a small forward, too. I think he's got if he learns enough versatility there. Yeah, if he, if, he can, if he can show that he can shoot well enough, he could play there. That's Ooh, my only concern with him. But I think he's got a decent... He's got a decent jump shot. Yeah, it needs to be better, but I'm not... That dude, can, I think that dude can play yeah. in the league. I'm not. It just is tough because you don't. You can't really see the full quote unquote package. Well, uh, right now. Speaking of the full package, we should probably open up by talking about our guy AD, oh. who is on, on a bit of a tear. I thought we were going to do our March Madness preview starting now. <laughs> no, I'm not nearly well i think we're gonna hit on college basketball a little bit more later too but i'm not nearly knowledgeable enough to, to oh, go i thought that. i thought we were gonna do a real twist and just do an arch madness so get everyone ready for the missouri valley conference oh my god i i know that you know there's been a little bit of a resurgence in drake basketball a uh, little I, bit well i just mean like I think there was some talk amongst our circle of friends to potentially try to go back to watch them play in the conference tourney or, like, trying to go back for a game. They're a four seed, baby. They're pretty good. It's the first time they haven't had a play on, like, a Thursday. And since I've been – since we've been – since we were there. Yeah, as you say, this is definitely the best team they've had since we went to school, which we started since, going. Since we linked our ourselves to that university – yeah, Bradley. If there's any people that went to Bradley, just know you're going down. Reed that, Timmer's coming for your necks. Is that who they drew in the first round? Yeah, well, then they have to play Loyola. Hmm. Loyola's gonna cave in as the one seed. 
They don't know what it's like to be top dog. We shall see. We'll have to do a mini pod on Drake basketball actually after I actually watch a game of theirs this year. Mm-hmm. I've watched exactly zero minutes. <laughs> so the pod, we're coming in at an average about six games for the season. Wow, that's, that's better than what I can say. But anyway, back to NBA business. The Pelicans are riding a six-game winning streak, and I'll tell you what, if you would have told me that the Pelicans would have a six-game winning streak this year and it would be without Boogie, granted they haven't had the toughest competition in the six-game stretch, but came away with a big win against the Bucks on Sunday in a, in a really close game, and Anthony Davis has just been a, an absolute monster. Yeah, I would say if uh, you told me that they went on a six-game winning streak with uh, without Boogie, it would definitely raise an eyebrow. Um, I uh, good, solid. Yeah, th- oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Boogie or uh, AD's been an absolute freak. Um, he's just putting up some wild, wild numbers right now that I don't know if even when I look at them, I'm not sure if they're real. They kind of look like something you would be only be able to generate in 2K if you did like sim to normalized minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Should we read off his his most recent stats for people? I would, who may... I, would lo- I would love to hear his game log. Sure. So we're just gonna give you the month of February because I'm pretty sure he's got this locked up for Player of the Month. I didn't see if it was announced. Uh, but I'm going to take a little journalistic integrity that says with a day left, it's not going to be much to top this. Uh, so Boogie's numbers, he is, <laughs> what he's done in February, 38, nine, 38 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals. 38 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks. 42 points, 15 rebounds, 3 steals, 2 blocks. 43 points, 10 rebounds, 2 steals. 44 points, 17 rebounds, 3 blocks. Uh, 45 points, 17 rebounds, 5 blocks, 5 steals. Uh, I think he's the first... I, I forget who the, he's the first player since to do that. Um, that 5-5-5-5 five, 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 five or whatever. To have a, four, like a 40... I think it's 40-10-5-5. Five, five. Yeah, I think the last person to do it was him. Oh, maybe that's... That last could be, year. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. I'm not gonna... I can't argue that. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong, but I our research department sad. at the point forward needs to uh, step their game up just a little bit in giving me these ready-to-go stats. But um, so far, supplementing Twitter.com has helped pretty well for our our, our organization here. Um, in his most recent game last night, had fifty-three, seventeen, and five. So not a bad stat line. <laughs> Hey, NBA, what's good? So Anthony Davis on the season is averaging 28 points, just over two blocks, one and a half steals, two and a half assists, 11 rebounds a game. Effective field goal percentage of 55%, which is the highest of his career. Uh, And on a night-to-night basis, like, he's still – he's not a great three-point shooter, but he keeps you honest. He's shooting 34% from three. This is, like, average. Yeah, he's, he's around league average. Um, but for him, being able to make a sh- that shot at 34%, it opens up so many other things for him, especially when he really has it going. Like if he has a game where he hits one or two early, 
he's just unbelievable. Like he actually, you could tell he was tired in the in the fourth quarter and OT of the game against the Bucks. I almost texted you during it because it was just like, what the hell is happening? Like he, him and Giannis, like having to defend each other they were just giving each other just a really really tough time Um, yeah i mean but he's got to be the best defensive matchup against Giannis. i mean i i hadn't seen i hadn't seen someone be able to stick with Giannis like that yeah i mean they're they cover like a similar area so i mean they're just gonna kind of always be in the same place and and they're both just just freakish looking. That's the way they're right. Playing. Yeah, I mean, as far as like a ma- like a one on one matchup goes, that's that's a tough one to beat. Um, I think there's a few. I mean, as far as guarding Giannis goes, yeah. I mean, if you were to just look as like a freakish attribute, pound per pound for pound type of thing, yeah. Anthony Davis is probably the the closest like comparison between the two of them. Um, but yeah, the fact that game went into OT and I mean, just the amount of, of <laughs> that, just the amount that AD had to do in that game made it like for once made Giannis's job look kind of easy. So, <laughs> which I didn't think was really as, po- as possible as, uh, as appeared on our screen Sunday night. Well, and, and last night his stat line. Like you, it's in, Devin Booker is essentially an afterthought in that game, and I think Devin oh, yeah. Booker had yeah. forty ten and seven. <laughs> you just know, a cash, just a casual forty ten and seven. Yeah, nothing, nothing to really you know blink your eyes at. So now the the talk is kind of like, is it realistic that AD could make a run at at the MVP award? And I'd say if he's putting up numbers like to this extent over the course of, you know, through March and uh, into April, anything's possible. They got to keep winning, but I don't see it happening, right? Like this, this team is going to fall off. Like I've actually been really impressed by how Drew Holiday has played and stretches. He can be, he can be really dangerous for them. And Miritich has been a better fit than I thought he was going to be. He's played pretty well. I don't know. I I, I don't. I, I mean, right now the Pelicans sit two games behind 20, your T Wolves, thirty four and twenty six, tied for fifth in the West, which is actually crazy that they are ahead of. Well, they're tied with the Blazers. Well, they're ahead of the Thunder, Nuggets, and Clippers. Well, it's wild that. Between three to nine, there's a four-game separation. If you include the Jazz, it's a six-game separation, five-and-a-half game. So I wanted to talk to you about about them a little bit, too. Uh, I don't know if there, if you have anything else you wanted to talk about for AD. Well, AD. Well, I just – what you said about the Justin Holiday thing was Drew interesting. Holiday, or Drew Holiday. Too many Sorry. holidays. Yeah. Can't we just go back to saying Christmas? <laughs> I had a feeling you would make it. <laughs> I had a feeling you would make a holiday joke around that one. Uh, I should have expected. Anyway. Um, but that's like one thing with the Pelicans that, to go back on shitting on them for signing Drew Holiday, 
it's really weird to me that Drew and Boogie just never have really been able to play super well together. So I think that's partly why you, you're seeing his uh, improvement, I guess, production-wise. Because the AD and, and Drew Holiday, like I think those guys do play pretty well together. But incorporating Boogie in there, those two pieces have never really been able to blend quite quite in a way that you'd want to see. So, um, well, but Drew Holiday and from what I've watched the guy, he has a tough time playing off ball. Yeah. And so much ran through Boogie. But now it's more AD isn't having a ton of ISO. Like he honestly he gets more easy buckets than well, yeah, any other guy. It to him. Like he just gets he runs the court so well and he's so big, he just he's gotta be close to the lead league in dunks. And especially when you watch highlights of the last couple of weeks he just out running guys. Like he just seems like his fitness is throwing, a little bit higher. And they're throwing him the ball where like no one else can actually get it. Right. So he's just you know you toss in six incredibly easy buckets for him. Well now he's got twelve points. He's getting to the line a ton. There's another ten. There's twenty two. He only needs to hit a three or a couple jumpers to space the floor a little bit and give him room to operate. And then when you have Drew Holiday who's having an above-average game like he did against the Bucks, He was unstoppable yeah. in the third and really good late in the fourth quarter. It's it's That one-two combo is pretty good. You just need the other – you know, the question is with the rest of the supporting cast, can you get enough from them to get a playoff seed, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, I think you're you're pretty, pretty on point. I do think the Pelicans will come back down to earth a little bit. Although, if for some reason they kept kept surging on through March, and I don't think it's sustainable, but I think you'd have to make the argument if they're, like, like they ended at the fifth seed or go up even higher than that, like they jumped the Spurs with how AD was playing. I, it's, it's more of a conversation than, like, if you really break down the difference of, like, numbers and best player of the season and just the true most valuable person it would have to be ad at this point um but like it it should be james harden's trophy like it just like at this point james has got to win one uh so i would i would assume we're this is if anything just setting up ad to finish second in voting potentially so speaking of them jumping the spurs their next couple games pelicans at san antonio at Dallas, in L.A., in at Sacramento, and then they're home against the Wizards next Friday night. To be honest, I, conceivably ter- they that should. That is a pretty – like if they get past the Spurs, this could be a 10-game win streak. Yeah, I mean, conceivably, should, yeah. Should be. Got to be careful about that L.A. game. Got to be careful with that L.A. game. <laughs> yeah, the Clip- I mean, the, and the Clippers – They've shown some promise. They like they're still clean. They're trying to make the playoffs. They're not far. Oh, they're yeah. not very far out of it. Thirty-one and twenty-seven. They they've played quite a few less games. Like the Thunder have played four more games than them. The Nuggets have played two. If the Clippers could win a couple in a row, they're going to be in good shape. Well, like yeah, those the t- like yeah, like we said, the team three through ten on the of in the West. Like it, there's zero incentive for any of them to bail out at this point 
Uh, and and there's yeah, you get a playoff series potentially, and there's not going to be an owner of any of these teams that don't want that revenue for a couple extra playoff games. So right, yeah, all of these teams have incentives to try and to to look to win. So I so, from that perspective, like the West is going to be where I think a lot of eyes are going to be this last quarter of the season uh where i mean that's i mean that's where all the interest is as far as teams actually contending and you having some high stakes basketball games uh so i did want to get your take you know we got 15 20 game 20 games left of the year what how if you had to pick eight teams and the way that things are stacking right now how how do you think the playoff uh, picture ends up in the West. Uh, oh, this is easy. So the Warriors and the Rockets are going to be the one and two <laughs> seed. Um, and then starting with the three, I have no fucking idea, man. <laughs> like, it's no, uh, give, the, but no. based off what's happened, so maybe this, I, this dude, is a that's, good lead in. Two other things that we want to talk about. The well, the Rockets. You see them holding on to the one. Uh, probably. Yeah, they're. I mean. Yeah, I don't know, man. The, the way they play in that fourth quarter, I got to text you about this, but they just, I mean, they had a bad, I guess, if you look at it as a Rockets game, like it wasn't their best game, but that fourth quarter, they just said, fuck out of your uh, <laughs> jazz. Like, we're gonna, we're just going to rip this one from you in your own home. Uh, it was pretty, pretty cutthroat, like cold-blooded of them uh, in that game. And, I mean, the Jazz played them pretty well defensively. It's just they couldn't match any of their offense in the fourth quarter. Uh, so I think that just because of their depth, because I do think they have a deeper team than the Warriors. I'm not saying they're a better team, but I think that depth helps helps teams in the regular season that they can be a little bit more consistent as far as their output goes. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, I'd say Rockets will will stay at the stay as the one for right now because I don't think the yeah. Warriors really care. I don't. I don't think they really do either. But so if, if I if I had to pick how I I think I'm things are gonna shake out though, I don't think I think the Jazz are just too far out of it. I know that they won ten in a row, but they've lost a couple games since the All Star break, including last night to Houston. Um, I am not a believer, and they're just there's not enough time. I don't think they would have to rattle off another ten to fifteen game win streak to give them a, a realistic chance of making it. Yeah, um, so I, I I think they're out. So then you're I, playing I don't know nine about nine teams here. See, I don't know about this. so. Yeah, I guess I could tell you what teams I think are locks. Really. I mean, I think the Timberwolves, Spurs, Trailblazers, Thunder. I think we'll all find themselves in the playoffs. Before this little Pelly surge, okay, I would have been meh. So maybe they are. I, I just don't know if that's sustainable. Because I think if you take the Pelicans, Nuggets, Clippers, and Jazz, it's basically, okay, who can put together the best 20 games here? And you get the next, you get two of those spots. And based on how well you do in those twenty games, are you going to be the seven and eight, or are you going to be a four or five? Based on just how crazy this is, that you can 
I mean, it can swing a lot. So I, that's where it's almost impossible now, especially with Jimmy Butler going down for the T-Wolves. Like, I just don't think they're a guarantee for the three. Spurs are oh, – like, all of that. Like, those – they could be the six and seven. <laughs> I think there's a realistic chance the Timberwolves end up being the eighth seed. Yeah. So – They could also be the three. I – I don't think so. I don't see it happening. So here's here's their stretch here, Peach. Because uh, they uh, it's good they won in, in sack last night because they would have they're not primed for a very good stretch here. So they have a road trip here where they're playing. Oh my! Sorry, my shit's all messed up. Uh, they're playing. Well. At in Portland, at Utah, home against Boston, home against Golden State, at Washington, at Spurs, home against the Rockets. That's rough. That's a, that's a pretty rough stretch. It's not ideal. Uh. <laughs> so they got to try to float around 500 in those games, and then maybe they stay around the middle of the West. But they could easily lose four, four or five straight here, and then they're they're the seventh seed already. Right. I still. Th- I mean, yeah. I, I definitely think I'm not ready to. I don't think there's any signs to say they're they're not going to make the playoffs, which is good. I think it's just. Uh, yeah, matter where they fall in the West, I think that's really up for grabs at this point. I do think so. The you know, but second half the, cat baby, I, I believe in second half cat. He's he was really good last night, and yeah. they his he's been out just so efficient for them. They just haven't. He has he just takes does not take very many shots for them. Uh, it's usually Wiggins and and Jimmy that are are the volume scorers, but um, you know he's going to get plenty of shots now with Jimmy being out. Teague has played better with Jimmy being out. But the I, I'm definitely concerned. I, I thought that there was a chance that if the Timberwolves get the right draw, they have a pretty good chance of moving on to the second round in the West. And I'm thinking that's less and less likely because even if Jimmy is able to come back from this meniscus injury start of the playoffs, I don't think there's a great chance he's going to be able to be putting you know 36 to 40 minutes a game on his knee. And if he can't do that, they just too many good scores. You need someone that can stop um, perimeter guys, and Wiggins just isn't. He's been better this year, but he can't step in to fill that that void that Jimmy's leaving by getting hurt. Right. I think they're. I mean, yeah. Luckily for them, they started out well. I mean, they're up to thirty-eight wins already, so I think they're they've done enough. It's not like they've been severely underachieving it in some ways i think for this being the first year this whole group's been together is overachieved in some some ways in my opinion uh but yeah i mean i think from that jimmy injury i think the one nice thing yeah even if you lose them this year i think it's uh just a really good thing to look at and be be able to say like it wasn't an acl like it might be you might lose this season but as far as long term, like you, you don't basically lose two seasons out of him. 
you don't have to toss two seasons up. Right. Yeah, and it looked it was. I texted you right away. It was. Uh, it was no. scary. I thought yeah. it was almost assuredly a, a, t- a torn ACL. So glad yeah, it was just I thought so too. Um. Oh man, what should we talk about next, PJ? I mean, the world is our oyster. What? Do you want to talk about another West? Is there any other of these Western Conference teams? Because I, because I guess like for me, the one thing I want to know is if the Thunder are going to be able to kind of. Because of this well, group, so is, that's is, kind of the is team. Is there I'm any? Like, yeah. Well, is that is there any chance that they don't make it? I mean, no. that's kind of the really curious piece is that they're thirty-five and twenty-seven. They will make the playoffs. Paul George has looked really good lately. He's been really, really nice for them. Yeah, I there's Yeah, I, I can't picture a scenario where they, they don't make the, they don't make the playoffs. Russ will just will them there by himself if he needs to. Did, although I, I they mean, ended I, up as I think a, I think you're right, but they just they can't really string a bunch of wins together. They just can't get. They just haven't gotten everything to click yet. And I we always thought second half of the year that's when that they're gonna kind of hit their groove. And it seems like they have got a really good thing going where they can get good starts. And then having Paul George run the second unit has worked really well. But Melo just still doesn't fit, and they just can't play defense and. I don't know. It's. I don't think that they will like. I, I would have put good money going into the year that they would win a playoff series, and now I don't think I could. I don't think I could say the same thing. I. I would almost bet them. Like I don't know out of these teams what matchup that's like. Oh yeah, they would definitely take care of business. Like if they played the T Wolves, I'd say they they probably are going to get the better of the the Timberwolves, but like. They don't have anyone to match up against Anthony Davis. I think that that would be a really interesting series. I think that if they went against the Blazers, that'd be tough. I think if they went against the, if they ended up going, if they right as of right now they play the Warriors, and they're gonna get they're gonna get stomped by the Warriors if they play them in the first round. I hope they play them in the second round. I mean, it would be pretty amazing if they just end up playing them in general. But yeah, I no I. See, because as you're talking through that, I'm like going through my head of those. I, I, I honestly do like the Thunder still. Maybe I'm just in an abusive relationship with them, but I just, I, I'm willing to to real of that group of this group like this. That's the team I'm willing to put the most stock into or, or bank on, even though it's been quite the roller coaster up and down for them. <laughs> and just like one minute they look great the next minute they look terrible right <laughs> but right. they're i think their potential high of these teams like their their output is is still greater than what any of these other teams currently can can do maybe the blazers i would have to put as the next you know potential team there but right it's 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 wild. I mean, just yeah. The the whole thing is even, is fun. We haven't even given 
the Eastern Conference any love here, but it's almost just as congested over there. It's just, it's just not quite as sexy on the Eastern side. Although, hey, the, no, it's like but the Sixers. The Sixers are the seventh seed, and they're six games above five hundred. That's pretty good. I was not expecting that. Like, there's not a ton of distance between the seven and the three seed over here either. Yeah, but there's a big gap between like Detroit's. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit's got to do a lot to possibly get in the playoffs. Yeah, it's almost um, a lock that it's going to be Heat. Heat, pretty much how things stand now. There might be a little bit of. Uh, mixing and matching between teams, but in general, it's going to be Raptors, Celtics, Cavs, Wizards, Pacers, Bucks, Sixers, Heat. Yeah, like I don't. Know. I think the I think the Heat could beat the Raptors in the first round too. I know everyone's really high on the Raptors. I could see the Heat beating them. That would be great. Being <laughs> being a Raptors hater, even though I've caught myself being like, oh, you know. Got to be impressive. Like I, I even caught myself in that trap, even though I said, "Fuck the Raptors and all they're about." <laughs> earlier this year, they're compelled. I don't know. They're they're gonna get me, but they play the Bucks. They're fucked. Hey, we thought that last year too. I mean, I remember making that prediction that the Bucks were gonna come away with. Yeah, and the Bucks lost that series and thought they were still the better team and thought they fucked up. Which is, I guess, easy to say, but I can't argue with them. Yeah, this is coming from a, a slightly biased perspective, but yeah, but the but I mean, there was nothing that the Raptors did in that series that made me th- like. There were moments where I thought the Bucks were definitely like actually dominating the Raptors. There were there were points though where the Raptors just were better and like survived in games. No, you're right. I know I'm right. I, mean, I think I think the, I mean the Bucks are f- capable of beating them too. It's just you and I hate you and I hate. You can guarantee that you and I are going to hate on the Raptors and we're going to hate on the Jazz. No, I'm Bang converted, on. man. I'm converted off that. Because of Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan's changed my ways. No, if if I'm going to pick an Eastern it, Conference team that I'm going to hate on, it's definitely going to be the Pacers. Oh really? Not that I don't like them, but I just if it comes or the Wizards, that would be the, it. Would be one of those teams. I'll just be like, it's funny yeah, that you hate. It's funny that you'd hate on the Wizards just because you, we bet on them every year. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do, man? <laughs> I'm a complex. I'm a complex man. I, yeah. I just, I, I've got I've got layers. What can I say? I'm like an onion. <clears throat> or a cake. Um, oh, so I, uh, we, I've been staring at this. You, we have a, you have a note in our, in our uh, agenda here, and it says sexy stats, and mm-hmm. and I do, I'm very curious just to know what that is exactly. Well, just some foreplay for you first, uh, okay. because it wouldn't be an episode of the point four without mentioning one man's name. In the last six games since the NBA trade deadline, LeBron James is averaging 27.7 points per game, 10.8 assists per game, and 10.7 rebounds per game. So Russell Westbrook, huh? No, I said LeBron. No, but it's a Russell Westbrook. 
He's pulling a Russell Westbrook. Or he's just being LeBron. Well, it's too bad that, um, <clears throat> what's their record? Mm, you know, that's the thing, Alter. We don't really concern ourselves with wins and losses. At this point. I mean, through their last ten, they're six and four. <laughs> that's great. I mean, stellar record. I wouldn't want to play them if they're the three seed. No, of course not. I yeah, a Cavs, Cavs, Bucks matchup though. That would really, really. That would not be good for anyone. I... No, that that would make you a very sad man. Yeah, I I, I realized that like like maybe a week ago that that could be a possibility, and there was <clears throat> I could already feel my inside splitting, so. We need the Bucks just to uh, secure that five seed, and uh, they're playing the Wizards tonight. So pick up that W against them, bring those those bad boys down, and let's go. And then you're only a half game back. If Bucks Wizards is very fun, that would be a fun series, and that would make it. Can you imagine like if so if let's say hypothetically that happens, and if the Wizards were to beat the Bucks. Then they're gonna have to go Bucks, Raptors, Cavs to try to make it to the finals, and that's just there's no way that's gonna happen. That's a brutal stretch. Three pretty good defending teams. And oh, for the Bucks, Wizards. Yeah, that's a tough stretch. I mean, yeah. I guess unless the Heat upset the Raptors, like I was saying, and then you got the Heat, which I don't know if that's necessarily better. That team will beat your ass. They're like deep. Bunch of, bunch of tough dudes. Bunch of nitty gritty boys. South, well, South Bucks Beach are down boys. ten nothing to start this game. So are they? Are they? Really? Ready? <laughs> All right. Well, who said we weren't so basketball experts, folks? <laughs> um, let's. Uh, should we move on? To, no, that uh, wasn't the sexy stat. That was just the foreplay. This one you have to actually oh, guess. That was, okay. All right. All right. All right. It was foreplay. I forgot. So ultra. I got so caught up in the foreplay. I, I know. Sometimes it happens to the best of us. So ultra. There is a list of players that I'm about to give you with at least 32 minutes per game, have a field goal percentage of 55% or higher, and are averaging an average seven rebounds and 12 points in their age 32 season or later. Okay. And this is this season or ever? Ever. So after their age, it's either their age 32 season or after. 12.7 rebounds. 55%. And averaging at least 32 minutes. Um, I'm going to give you the names that are a part of this. So Kareem did it six times after his 32 season. Wilt did it four. Artis Gilmore did it four times. Robert Parrish did it twice. And Shaq did it once. And there's one other guy in the current season who could also be on this list. Is it Dirk? It is not Dirk. The The key part here you have to focus in on is minutes per game of 32 minutes. Okay. All right. I, that's the only way I think you're really going to. That's your major filter here. And LeBron's too young. Correct. 
Hmm. <clears throat> Can you give me a conference? The West. Zach Randolph? Not Zach Randolph. Okay. Not right, a half right, bad guess. Minutes, minutes, minutes. Minutes would be what would bring him out. 32 minutes, 32 or older. Hey, man, I I don't know. No more guesses? I mean, you can give me one more hint. I mean, I think you. it's, it's closer to you than you think. I mean, it can't be a T-Wolf, right? Or Taj Gibson? It's Taj Gibson. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Taj. He's had a – he's he is – yeah, you just want to talk about Taj Gibson. That's why the yeah. stat's coming out. <laughs> he's – Taj has been it's a nice – pretty fucking T-Wolf. impressive, dude. I don't – It is. I mean, the the guys – he deserves every, every single dollar of his $14 million a year paycheck. Fuck yeah, he does. That was a signing I had very mixed feelings about, and uh, that's you know, silly of you. Spacing wise, it hasn't been as big of a problem, and I would have no idea now that Jimmy's out, especially defensively, what this team would look like if they didn't have Taj Gibson. So shout out Taj, that's fun. Yeah, so Kareem will. Nice, Artist Gilmore we'll pair. Nice. <laughs> and, and Taj Gibson. Yeah, Shaq and Taj Gibson. And I bet you Taj Gibson does it next year too, man. You know you know he's going to get the minutes. Well, the 55% is he's... wild. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You mean in 12, I mean, like 12 I and 7? I I honestly feel like I haven't seen him miss a shot this year. I feel like he Dude, makes it every I mean, time. You more times than than not, you do see him more make times it. Times than not. And it's not um, like he's dunking it a lot either. No, it's all baseline mid-range yeah. jumpers and just getting guys on his hip and easy layups. It's great. Yeah. It's all high, high percentage stuff. Um, should we uh, move on to shout-outs? Oh, sure. Sure. I know, that there was, I know there was another specific thing you wanted to call out here, so you can shout that out if you want. Oh, we don't want to talk about the Rockets at all? Oh, no, we did talk about them, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, we talked. Oh, you want me to talk about the... (laughs) Oh, you want me to talk about the big news of the day? Yeah, the very important uh, league-wide... Yeah. The thing that brought... I'll let you around with that. Yeah, so uh, everyone's favorite ball, big baller, uh, Lonzo... Uh, found himself in a little shooting contest with uh, Shoeless Bow Wow. And guess what, folks? Bow Wow beat Lonzo. <laughs> it's so it's actually embarrassing. It's also funny because this is coming after a game that Lonzo didn't miss a shot, so that makes it even better. Dude, I mean, like Mike... Bow Wow. See, and he wore no shoes, so you know he wasn't wearing Jordan shoes. So that that automatically that argument gets taken out here. He was shoeless and he beat Lonzo. And there's like a 
if you haven't seen the video yet, it will circulate with this uh, podcast episode on Twitter, or it's on my feed already. But yeah, man's lost to Bow Wow in a shooting contest. That is a tough, tough look. That's going to hurt the big baller great. brand. It's a big shot to the big baller brand. When crazy ass Bow Wow beats your. Beats you in a shooting contest. Now, granted, yeah, Lonzo the best shooter, no, but he's shooting wide open jumpers in this, and it's he's an NBA player. Bow Wow, no. Nah. So, what court is this on? I that's I feel like it's is it Bow Wow's? It's got. I don't know right? where it is. What? It's got to be. I mean, I. I it was like workout equipment weird. and stuff in the background. Like it's somebody's gym. Obviously, it has to be someone's, but it's, I feel like it has to be a... Because it's a shorter... It looks big enough that it could be in someone's home. It's Yeah, so. it's, that's got to be what's going on. Um, my my first shout-out is, uh, is... You're going to appreciate this one, too. Another Chicago guy. Uh, shout-out Peanut Tillman for getting a job with the FBI. My favorite like, Chicago Bear of all time. Like, really badass for someone to retire from the NFL and then you go get a job in the FBI. I just think that's incredible. Yeah. No, it's pretty freaking sick. I mean, Peanut Tillman's like... Which is also... I, I learned that you have to pass, like, the field exam by the time you turn 31 or before, before you turn 32, I think. Like that's no, so he's really pressed weird. up against it. Oh yeah, he was like barely made it. Yeah, he's he's my favorite bear, Chicago bear of all time. Uh, so yeah, I'm, it's pretty freaking cool. He's a FBI agent. It's yes, uh, it is. Yeah, it definitely tops Shaq being a, a sheriff or whatever he was for a brief time. Agent uh, Peanut is Agent Peanut's got Agent quite Peanut. the ring to it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Let's not oh that. yeah, yeah. So we alluded at the beginning. We'll obviously be having a major March Madness preview. Oh wait, never mind. Because college basketball <laughs> sucks. Uh, I've uh, really tried in end of January and this month of February to really. Uh, delve into the world of college basketball really get hyped um i've been finding myself watching a lot of games on saturday uh you know just kind of as i'm going throughout my day of chores and whatnot and uh trying to yeah get get hyped up for march madness it's a great time uh but i think i ran into this last year too but holy crap does college basketball suck it's tough to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to hate on it too hard, especially because we're it's it's a little hypocritical because we're go- we're gonna watch a ton of it here in like three weeks. But but it won't be good basketball. No, it won't. It's just I I never I hit like peak feeling of this this weekend when I was watching the end of the Spurs Cavs game and and the Spurs were like peak 
Spurs passing, just like they ended up running away with the game just because they they couldn't every shot they got was a high percentage shot and they just they just went on a huge run in the third and fourth quarter and boom it's over. And then I flip it over after this game is done and I don't know, it's like Seton Hall and some random team and I'm just I watched like two minutes of it and had to honestly had to turn it off. I mean it's just uh I mean, it, I'm watching it, I Duke don't, games. I, I like it. When I when I see when I see college basketball games that end in like the 80s and 90 points, I I'm like, how is it possible? Because these like the the time in which it's taking all of them, like every shot seems like it's impossible to get. I honestly, I think like if you put NBA players on this court against a college team, what would happen? Like I mean, Ooh, I'm sure that they just. just they, just kill them like i mean they would they would yeah buy so much but well you learn so much in between college and the pros like they would they yeah anyone in the nba could score like have a field day on all of these dudes yeah so yeah I, i'm with you man it's uh it's pretty brutal and yeah the other we'll, thing too we'll is officially the, like, be a, we'll also be a podcast that will join in with the rest of uh, sports media who's likes to shit on the way Virginia plays basketball because yeah it is pretty fucking awful and boring. It's and uh, I will not be picking them just off principle, even though they're they're pretty good. Um, hey, your, sure. your boy Malcolm Brogdon went there. Yeah, but dude, sim to end. I don't want to watch that. No, just give I, me the I, box I, score. I hear you. Um. So the, and we haven't even really touched on the whole scandal part of college basketball that has really come to light in the last week or so. But eh, the, all the stuff so, that everyone knew was going on that actually was officially yeah. So I, I guess that this can be a, a, a shout out for me, but really an extension of your your shout out. And that's just which is more of like everyone, a fuck off. Like, this is not surprising. Nothing about no. this is surprising. It's just a bunch of coaches that have been paying players and families it's not all it's the players all along it's the shoe companies well but there yeah i mean just the idea that money going around everywhere just the idea that college players are getting paid is like not that crazy no no but hey maybe this is a step in the right direction it's like hey they're already going to do it illegally maybe we find a way to make this a legal thing. Well, it's not it really just, even that like big of it. Like the only thing really you get is like tax evasion stuff from like a federal well, level. This is mainly just like an NCAA. No, I know issue. that, man. But you, yeah, you need to make it an even playing field for all the schools, and it's not. It's not even close. I mean, the good players are all getting paid. I don't. I mean, it's no, just I mean, be something from, that from a from a university standpoint. Other like the reason that the reason we've always thought that most of these really good schools are pulling getting all these great players is a they have other talented players and b they're paying them where other but schools the schools teams. aren't it's these shoe companies who then are gearing them sco- towards think, certain schools you, and you don't think these schools talk with these shoe companies I mean how about the the coach for Arizona that was actually wired the Sean Miller yeah. talked about yeah the Sean Miller thing where he's talking about money coming from either him or someone associated with him to pay was it DeAndre Aiden to come yeah. to Arizona yeah I mean of course the universities know about that too 
Oh, they all know, but I'm saying it's not like university funds are directly paying. It's it's people associated with the university and the shoe yeah, companies, all that. and shoe companies. And right, I, which, yeah, in my it. opinion, yeah, they sh- any player that has that kind of value should just be able to make it. Like, it's not necessarily... Like, I've never been completely strong, like, oh, the schools have to pay the players, but it's like, there's enough money going around this this sport, and the people that are producing, the actual product is getting none of it. Uh, So, if it's just, like, out in the open, really, like, that's all you really need out of this whole thing. Yeah, I I suppose transparency would go a long way, but I do think that... I think that the connections that certain schools have give them an unfair advantage of getting recruits. That's, I mean, that you got to agree with but that. But if right? it was just all out in the open, like there's some other like alumni bases, I think that are way wealthier than some of these schools, even. Like, tell me Harvard couldn't just shell out big bucks for some dope dudes. <laughs> They could, and for all I know, that they they've tried that. For all I know, that that might be happening. It's just there. I'd be surprised if that was the case because they. Well, I don't know if they good. are. I, I don't think shoe companies are steering these kids towards going to Harvard. But if you made the academic eligibility a little different for those those guys too, like you put a sports major in or do stuff like that you kind of change your curriculum to allow these guys to go to these schools. Yeah, but, dude, there's there's so many extenuating circumstances behind all of this. The, like, the decisions that the big shoe companies are are making or, like, supporting certain schools. Like, they're not ever going to support someone like Harvard, and these guys aren't going to go they to They will if good players go there. There wouldn't – but how do you make that happen? Money. It have to be a lot of money. I mean, it, but yeah. they you don't get any television exposure playing for Harvard. That's the other problem. It's like you go to these big programs, you can be on TV. If there's good so players can, there. They'll get a TV exposure. Listen, not like, to the ex- not to the not to the extent that the Big Ten or the SEC or the ACC. Well, those are already established. Sure, yeah, but right, it's like they it's gonna pale in comparison to those places. So why? Like, they're always going to go to the big school. I don't, dude, but you're telling me if, uh, we'll just use his name. Like, Marvin Bagley went to Harvard for whatever reason. You're telling me that ESPN wouldn't show every one of those games? No, they would not. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but I can't remember the last time that a really big name recruit went to a school that's of a Ben Simmons size. LSU. That's an SEC school. Yeah, but it's not a basketball powerhouse. But they're playing basketball powerhouses consistently. Of course, like of course that's going to be on TV. It has a huge alumni base. It's it's the I. I don't. So think does Harvard. Necessarily agree. Like, but the the best comparison I can think of in my head is Doug McDermott, like when he was on fire at Creighton. It's a small market. It was after he had already decided to go there, and no one had any idea he was going to be that good. And Creighton definitely got more exposure because of it. But it was I I don't think that they had had 
nearly the number of national plays as Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. Like those teams all got played so much more, and that's why because they had better play. players. They just and because and because they had better players because they got paid to go there. Because <laughs> right. they got money if, from big if, shoe companies. And if it's all out it's in the all, open, it, dude, it all look it all feeds off one another. Right, exactly. But if it's if it's a free for all and you can just highest bidder, you know, whatever, great. Let's I, I I think it would change some things. I think, you know, what you're saying is true, like majority of the good players are still gonna go to the big schools and all of that, but I don't know if that's gonna be I mean, it won't it won't be as much of the exception as it is now if someone went to a smaller school. I think it would be way more realistic. It would make the playing right. field a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily against that. I'm just... Yeah. It would be better if... If it is in the open like that, it would be interesting, interesting to see what other schools... Like, I, I think it may end up being bad for the sport and that there are going to be significantly less schools to participate. No, this is, I'm like, no, I don't know if you can necessarily do a situation where the schools are directly paying them because of title nine and everything. Like it just, it may be almost impossible for these schools to actually do it, but all NCAA has to do is say, Hey, you're free to make money off of if that's, Alumni can give, you know, players X amount. They can get X amount, you know, doing car dealership ads or selling autographs. Like, anything that's of their own, just, like, profiting off their likeness. And however much oh, money I'm, they get I'm, that. And, like, if two companies want to do, like, should be, they, the kids should just be able to have agents. And Nike wants to give Marvin Bagley $200,000 and kind of push him towards Duke. Let him do that. Yeah, I, I, I suppose I'm, I'm for it. I'm just a little f- afraid by it. Like I just, I don't know what. It's already happening. Huge, what are to, you afraid of? You gotta keep a little hush hush behind everything. But you shouldn't. If, if like I don't think Adidas and Nike know how much the other person's offering the other, like other college stars. You know what I mean? Or like now, right now, that you're right. Right now, they don't. But you're telling me that when it comes to the pros, they don't like everyone knows what those contracts are like. So just put it all no, in the uh, open. There's then it's of fine. Of course, but we're talking like, but we're talking a much larger quantity of guys. Sure, but they're already getting that. Right. Mo- it's just all you do is you bring it out of this shadowy economy network, and it's just like, all right, yeah. So and so got this much, and he happened to go to Kentucky. All right, let's move on. I don't think anyone would care. PJ, I want to know when you're going to make this pitch to the NCAA. Have you gotten a time frame for when you're going to go interview with them? No, yet? it's just pretty fucking simple. I I don't want to work for that was that like cartel whatever bullshit they do. <laughs> okay, all right, dude, they're We've fucking already, the worst. Have, it's, we talked about this way more. Really I fucking bad. hate the NCAA. It's, well, we're not going to talk about them anymore. Who's your player of the week, PJ? My not player Anthony of the week Davis is Bobby Mo fucking Portis. Portis, Jesus. 
He had a career high 38 points the other night. And Bobby, I just want to say, if you are listening, I want you to try to get 50 points every freaking night and campaign try to pass him the ball as much. But yeah, I'm all team Bobby Portis just leading the Bulls here the last stretch of the games. Like, if the Bulls win the Bobby Portis 50 point game, I won't even be mad. But I want him to take as many attempts as possible to try to get there. It's good so, for everyone. It's entertaining, and it helps the Bulls' cause. I mean, he was unbelievable against the Sixers the other night. And they lost. It was great. I was entertained. They lost. It was all good. But Perfect Bulls loss. It, except for it didn't... If you happen to bet on the Sixers that night, it, it didn't go. It didn't go your way. Yeah. Well, so what really isn't perfect. going... I mean, there's a lot, but... That didn't bother me as much. What's really the thing is that before last night, the bottom eight teams had combined for 44 straight losses uh, before the Nets beat the Bulls last night and the Mavs beat the Pacers. Those bottom eight teams we talked about last week, none of them have won until <laughs> last you night. Were full, you are full of sexy stats today. Sexy stat, man. Coming <laughs> to a sexy stat corner near you. Yeah, what else oh, you got? Not, I came to the pod it. prepared. I have, what, well, what did you do? You what have you done for us lately? I've not seen. Oh, Bucks are down 18 after one, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not great. Not uh, which I actually, so my, my non-Anthony Davis player of the week, and this is really just like you're, I'm not just doing this to stroke your ego, but, and we talk about him a lot, but we haven't broken down from a stats standpoint a ton. And it's Giannis. So Giannis, um, Giannis, the big thing for him the last couple years was that Giannis improves in every statistical category every year. And mm-hmm. now it's not going to be the case this year. Um, he's His blocks are a little bit down. His steals are a little bit down. But his stat line, 27.6 points. 1.3 blocks, 1.4 steals, just under five assists, 10.3 rebounds, 54% effective field goal percentage. And the guy, like, guys sag so far off of him let, letting him shoot. I There's not another player in the NBA that I, that I see have more space all the time. Like, Dwight Howard could have the ball at the three-point line, and he has less room than Giannis does when he's standing at the elbow. It's unbelievable. I don't know how he does. Like he's able to get so many easy looks around the rim, um, but the guy's gonna average like you, they're good. we're a few years away of him averaging thirty three, thirty five points, and it's just gonna be fun. Yeah, he's my special boy. He's the best. <laughs> That's uh, all you got. I uh, I mean, all of those things you just said, I'm quite familiar with. Uh, I'm. Uh, Nothing yeah, you don't know. It feels good. All I'll say is that it feels good to be a part of Team Giannis. I, uh, so, cannot complain. We just got to get him uh, get him some well, playoff, uh, get him a playoff run here. Uh, I think that's going to happen. Just hopefully they play better in the playoffs than they are currently right now. But uh, let's uh, let's close up shop here, Peach. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
thank you everyone always for listening to the pod we uh definitely looking forward to uh doing an episode here over the next couple weeks as we lead into the playoffs if you have any questions or things that you want us to cover send us an email send us an email guys we haven't kept we haven't gotten any emails just send it to we're gonna cut that part gmail.com we are we get so many emails the most emails we're getting flooded with emails but we will make time for your email if you send it to us and uh Please subscribe, leave us leave us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher so that other people can discover the pod. We'd really appreciate it. Check us out on Twitter at the point forward or uh, PJ's handle is at Foolish Killa. Mine's at Ultra Jacobs, but I ain't gonna check it. Um, and uh, PJ, any uh, any closing remarks, my friend? You did a terrible job of selling our stuff there at the end, but uh, outside that, well, no. I've, Everyone I've tried looks- lying and I. I I thought I'd sound sound desperate and thought that maybe that would get some more emails thrown our way. No, we don't. You know, yeah, exude confidence like Bobby P. Uh, No, everyone, have a good week, and we'll uh, talk again next week with uh, some more exciting basketball takes. See you, PJ. Yeah, no Fergie this week, guys. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll we'll bring it back another (laughs) week. It's definitely coming back again. Don't you worry. This is not like an after superhero movie you gotta wait around for like a special thing. No. Yeah.